podcast. Garrett Steve. I'm Steve. That's Garrett. So, um, we are doing an episode right now, and I am drinking White Claws. <laughs> yeah, I'm this is throwing me, man. Dude, I'm loving these things. But, I, like, the cool thing is, I just noticed there was a couple high lifes in the fridge, so I'm going to have to... Yeah. Yeah. So if I mix in maybe a beer or two tonight, it'll make me feel back where I was. <laughs> but, like, these things are actually not bad, dude. Um, drink enough of them, you'll be in good shape. Good fucking claws of law. Banging claws since what time did I get here? <laughs> so, um, yeah, cool. And uh, Jared's drinking this really cool whiskey. Looks pretty cool. I don't know. How is it? Not bad. Not bad. J.P. Weiser's. J.P. Weiser's Deluxe. Deluxe. It's a Canadian whiskey. It's not exactly high-end. It just looks high-end. Yeah, it does kind of look fancy, but... It's actually... Uh, it's pretty smooth, though. That's cool. That's cool. Um, a lot of cool things have happened since the last episode. We're going to get into that. We have some really cool people that listen to our podcast. Let me just put <laughs> throw that out there. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say up front that... We are doing a movie I bought at a flea market four years ago. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Box looked really cool. Bought it. Love it. And it just got a Blu-ray release recently. Mm -hmm. Maybe within a year or two, right? The Shout Factory one, right? It was. Yeah. So that's cool. Um... And it definitely falls under my favorite subgenre of horror, which would be a slat. It's a slasher film. Excellent. And it's just in time for Valentine's Day. A lot of people don't realize because we usually do the My Bloody Valentine thing, right? Uh, We've never done it. But no, but like people like yeah. watch it. Like this is actually a Valentine's I mean, Day film. To, I mean, fuck Friday and Thursday, my feed was just flooded with fucking scenes and references of My Bloody Valentine. I get it. It's like the only movie people go to Mm -hmm. for that. It's a good one, though. But but we decided to go a different route, which I'm so fucking glad we did. Mm -hmm. But while we're on the subject of this um, Hallmark holiday that passed yesterday that I don't celebrate, I don't think you do either, Mm -hmm. there's a movie that I heard rumblings of uh, called Valentine. It was a slasher from like a fucking. It was like mid two thousands, early yeah. early two thousands. It was like a downtime for slasher and horror in general. But I've seen some clips from the movie, and it actually looked interesting. And I'm sure maybe some of the people that hear this episode or know who we are maybe have seen this movie. I haven't. I've only seen it once, and it was like around the time it came out. Okay. I don't remember much of it. I don't remember hating it. Okay. Well, I I'll take it. Yeah, if it's if it's like, uh, I don't know, it's mediocre, it's worth a watch for me. It yeah, looks like, cool. We, we're me and you are pretty quick to write off a lot of newer shit, but I mean, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that there's some new shit in the. I'm gonna say in the past like twenty years that's come out that's actually been really good. That's just kind of flown under my radar. Yeah, this one definitely. I don't think I've ever even fucking heard of this movie. How the fuck did this not? Maybe maybe I seen it, 
at a video store or somewhere and just didn't take it seriously because it was a new movie at the time or something. It was called Valentine. I'm like, there's no way this is good. I just remember the the poster basically looked like all the fucking posters from all the mid to late 90s slasher movies yes. that came out. Like the group of very white people with like yeah. a killer in the background. Yeah, it did. But I seen clips from the movie and I'm like, actually, this kind of looks interesting. And who knows? Maybe I'll watch it. It'll fucking suck. I don't know. But it didn't. It kind of struck my interest. So I'm I don't just, remember it being horrible. OK, I mean, well, I'll I'll, I, that. th- that's pretty much all I can say. I don't remember it being horrible. Yeah, that's the about that. uh, total of 35 seconds and segments of this movie that I seen <laughs> was way better than any, like, I know what you did last summer, fucking screen two. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked better. It just looked like it was a little bit of a cut above. It might have something going for it. So uh, I'm going to check that out here pretty soon if I can find it somewhere, uh, which shouldn't be too hard. I could probably get a DVD or something of it for like two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck. Anyway. You can probably find it at any fucking pawn stop, pawn shop, or just replayed, fucking whatever. Yeah. So we'll, I might do that. But um, before we get into, uh, actually, I was gonna, you know, this is totally organic right now. Uh, did you want to try something different this time? What do you mean? Do you want to just fucking jump into this movie, like to start this episode? I don't care. If you don't want to, it's cool. I mean, I don't care. I'm down. Do you think we're going to be able to talk about this whole movie for the amount of time our episodes normally are? No. We're going to talk about this movie. We're going to cover this movie. And then we're going to get into what Steve and Jared's been up to. And we're going to plug some bands. But we're going to do it backwards this time. Oh. See where I'm going with that? Where's this coming from? I don't know. I have no idea. Sounds like a good idea. So, okay. So on this did episode, I, did for I the tell first you, time in two years. Did I tell you about the, the time my mom tried listening to one of our episodes? You did. And she was like, I was waiting for you guys to talk about the movie. You never got to it. She, I stopped listening. After two minutes. She's like, I listened to it for like two minutes. I'm like, why? She's like, well, you guys didn't get into the what the movie you guys were supposed to talk about. So I just stopped listening. Well. I'm like, well, thanks for the feedback. Right. Yeah. Leave us a line. So, okay, so if you're on board, I'm on board. We Let's can do, do this yeah, fucking shit. Sweet. Okay, so we are talking about the 1982 slasher movie called Hospital Massacre, but it was released as X-Ray on Blu-ray recently. Well, recently, but it was also... It was also back, back then. then it was released as... Yeah, the copy I have was Hospital Massacre. And then it's also known as Ward 13... And be my Valentine or else. Yeah. Those are some uh, alternate titles. Okay. So let's jump into this fucking thing, right? So <clears throat> I could be wrong about this. I brought this movie up to an older dude that I used to work with. This was about two years ago. I don't know how we got on the subject. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. So the main star of this movie was a Playboy playmate. Yeah. Barbie Benton. He told me... She was his first actual wife. I've never looked this up. I've never looked that up. And I'm not going to say it's fact, but I'm pretty sure he told me that his first actual woman that he married was Barbie Benton. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. It doesn't even matter. It's not important. But 
it's just kind of fucking weird that like a Playboy playmate decided to do a slasher movie. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. Well, she was in like Love Boat and Fantasy Island and shit. She was an actor. She was an actress. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, she was on the Love Boat. Yeah. Um, she's the star of this movie. She's like the number one, like the main star of the movie. So the whole movie's based on her. But I know that at that at the time of this movie, she was like doing Playboy and shit, whatever. So, yeah, uh, whether she was married to Hugh Hefner or not, I don't know. Um, she's very extra in this movie. <laughs> very extra. So, like, what I mean by that is everything she does is like above and beyond. If she's pissed off about something. She's really pissed off. If she's confused about something, she's really confused. Okay, so <laughs> there's aspects of this movie that are kind of obnoxious, but I will take it over like a lot of other slasher movies that came out around this time. Because at this point in the 80s, which was like 82, 81, they were just pumping these fucking things out by like color by number, right? Yeah. This one actually wasn't bad. It, it actually, the end result, it's a good movie. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. It's it's good. The killer is fucking super like sadistic, right? He's just maniacal. You, you want to talk about extra. No, he's extra too. <laughs> Killer's fucking extra with everything he goddamn does. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in Halloween, so so let's just uh, paint a picture for someone who may not have seen Hospital Massacre. In Halloween, the original, when Michael Myers is staring at somebody behind a tree or in a room, you hear him breathing. In this movie, it's a fucking doctor with the face mask over. That thing is going in and out you see him breathing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a very vivid thing. He's, <laughs> he's like really getting, he's getting it. You know, it's like, fuck, dude. So it's, uh, but there's some good kills in this movie too. We'll get to that. But um, so in the beginning, if anyone's ever seen a movie called Bloody Birthday. Yeah, dude, fucking uh, two kids, man. Yeah. Billy uh Billy Jacoby and Elizabeth Hoy. Yes. Are in the very beginning of the movie. And they were also in Bloody Birthday. They make an appearance in this movie, which is super cool. And I can't remember what year Bloody Birthday came out. I think this might have came out before that, right? Yeah, I want to say Bloody Birthday was uh maybe a year prior. I'm not looking at it. I'm not either. I don't care enough about that movie. No, I don't either. I had such high hopes for that one. Yeah, that movie's not that great. No, it's not. Like, I've watched it a handful of times, but... There's some cool uh, kill scenes in it, but... Yeah, overall, it's just... Just a bunch of bratty kids running around causing mayhem. It's kind of not my thing. I And I hate, like, those type of kids. Like, the way those kids are, I just fucking hate them. Yeah, just locking people into fucking... I've, I've like come across, I've seen and... kids that were actually like that, like super fucking bratty and mm-hmm. got away with almost everything. I, I wanted to fucking kill them. Yeah. Like I can't stand them. Yeah. But, uh, so those two, so two, the two from that movie are in this one in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, I want to say the Billy Jacoby leaves a cake on the doorstep. A lot of card. Was it, it was a card? Yeah. It was like a Valentine's card for, uh. The girl. The girl. 
Gotcha. Then they la- she laughs it off, and that's what leads him to kill the other kid. Yes. Which starts the movie. Okay, so then this is a 20 years later scenario, right? So Barbie Benton. What was it? Not even 20. It's like 19 years later. Something, yeah. Right. It's like fucking weird number. Like, round up, man. <laughs> so, uh, so flash forward. The Barbie Benton is getting divorced, I guess. Yeah, she's like separated. She's like got an ex-husband and a kid and a fucking boyfriend. Now she's with this boyfriend dude. and It's got to be her like AIDS test results or something. Physical for a new job. Oh, that's what it is. So, uh, <laughs> close. Uh, <laughs> so she goes into this hospital to get, like, you know, a physical. The results Just of the test physical. results of yeah, the just physical. just getting the just test like, results. like, I need this job. Just let me know that I'm good. I coughed. I did the whole thing. I'm out of here. Someone in this fucking hospital mixes up her x-rays with someone who's got some major fucking intestinal shit going on. Like, parasites. Fucking, this person's dying. They look at this. Wasn't an unintentional mix-up. This was an intentional. Somebody intentionally mixed her shit up. I should have. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, someone intentionally mixed up to keep her in the hospital. Like, yeah, we can't let you go. There's some serious shit going on. And she's like, well, wait, what? You know, like. And that's just seriously. This just is the beginning of the snowball of. You're still like the of what the fuck of you're still dealing with this. You're still allowing this to. You're allowing this to be your life right now. Yeah. Like, at, at, at like, minute 20, I would have been like, you know what? I'm fucking leaving. Yeah, I'm bouncing. I don't need this job. I'll fucking figure it out. <laughs> like, so, but, you know, for the sake of cinema, uh, she's held at this hospital. And uh, Dr. Jacobs, her doctor, uh, gets murdered. Like, uh, right after that. Yeah, that's like the aggressive, like... Very extra stabbing. Yeah, with a scalpel. Yeah. Just fucking annihilates this chick. This Which, lady. point out, none of the gore, none of the kills are really on camera in this. Not really. No, there's not a whole There's like of- splatter, and that's what you get in this kill. Like, you don't see him actually getting stabbed. You see the doctor stabbing him and just blood splatting up in his face. Yeah, but it's his reaction to killing in the mask and the heavy oh, breathing yeah. that makes it like... So fucking violent. Yeah. So it kind of makes up for, like, not actually seeing what it looks like to get stabbed with a scalpel, but his reaction and his fucking intensity. And every like, kill in this movie. Every single it's one. super fucking aggressive. Yeah. And then later on in the movie with the fucking curtain. That just has a creepiness to it. That's just weird. Okay. So, but there's, like, that's what I like about this movie. I think that's the whole thing for me is the killer. But, uh, so Dr. Jacobs, this Barbie Benton's doctor gets killed. She's nowhere to be found. So, like, until we can find your doctor, you're going to have to sit here and wait. So she's chain-smoking Marlboro Red 100s. In the hospital bed. In the hospital, which was a day and time before my time. Fucking 80s, man. Yeah. (laughs) You could smoke in hospitals. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so we just kind of, like, follow this story along, and there's, like, there's some weird shit going on, weird patients in this place. Yeah, there's three old ladies. Yes. Which would just have like a weird thing. Just a weird vibe there. Yeah, they like stare at her and they do weird shit with spoons and... Yeah. But what I was going to say... not This is actually past the point of the old ladies. She goes and sees that other doctor. Yes. 
And for some reason, this doctor is like, I need you to strip down. I'm going to give you physical. Yeah, I don't know. And she's A-OK with doing that. Yeah, she's just trying to get it over behind with. Behind a curtain with a light behind her. So it gives, like, the silhouette. Yeah. And then I as she's so- laying there after the physical, he pulls out a fucking syringe. And she's still A-OK with getting something injected in her, which was never at all once mentioned of what is getting injected in her. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, there's so much to this movie. So many layers. Yeah, it's, like, weird. So I'm going to, so, okay, before we continue, with that being said, the whole, we're going to need you to strip down, we're going to fucking give you a shot of something that's going to knock you out or fuck you up or whatever, and just like, oh, I'm okay with this, I just came in to get my test results, but now it's escalating into this point to where I have no clothes on and people are fucking tying me to beds. How this happens is beyond me, because any sensible person would be like, get the fuck out of here, this is weird, it's getting weird. Okay, I'm supposed to be out of here in 15 minutes. I got people waiting for me. I got shit to do. There was another movie. I just want to, like a sidestep, visiting hours. So, shit like that in that movie was the same as this. It just kind of like gets like, okay, when do you say like, shut it down, this is enough? Well, that's what's like, movies like this, they have like the hospital staff that act like fucking prison guards. Yeah, what's up? And with they that? treat you like you're a fucking like a mental patient. But they had, but but this movie had that aspect to it. That weird guy that was drinking like a pint of fucking yeah, yeah. He was not all there. Yeah, and he just shows up randomly. He's like in stairwells. You got a cigarette on like yeah. every floor. Yeah, and he's like kind of has like it almost had like a weird mental hospital feel to it with the old ladies and they weren't all there, kind of staring off into space and shit. It's like. Is this a regular hospital? What it what are we what is this, right? So I don't know what the fuck that was all about. So you get a little trail mix of patients of all different walks of life and yeah. disorders or whatever, but so yeah. And it's just uh weird how shit just kinda just snowballs, like you said. It's just kinda like one thing and then all of a sudden you're knee deep in this fucking thing, like how did we get to this point? <laughs> But uh, there's a dude in a fucking full doctor's surgical outfit with the mask and the, the head wrap and the scrubs killing people at this fucking hospital violently. Um, Dude, the, what was it? Uh, it's like the second kill. Probably the best one. The liquid in the sink? No, not that one. That's that, my that one, favorite. That kills great. But I'm talking about he like, kills that one chick in the hallway. And then just throws her in the wheelchair and then throws the wheel, like rolls the wheelchair into a room and just walks away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's good, too. It was almost like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. Yeah. Gets that was all, pretty. Fucking stabby with her and fucking throws her in a wheelchair. And just. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty cold hearted, this fucking killer. Dude, he had a motive. He did. Which, he was I mean. Like, really, his. He, he wants. He. He wants Barbie Benton. He does. Why has he got to kill all these other people? It's not necessary. It's uncalled for. A little rude. Yeah, it's like super extra. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like well, no one needs to die, right? I just you know. And then uh, so some of the kills, yeah, yeah. It's like the storyline gets ridiculous, and we're trying to justify why this is happening, but it does. All these things happen. The underlying theme is he wants Barbie Benton. He's, like, obsessed with her. Well, let's not forget that 
while this is all going on, her waiting for her test results, her being told she has to stay in the room, her getting fucking perved up by the doctor for an exam. Yeah. Her boyfriend's still in the car in the parking lot. Yeah. So for like two hours, this fucker's like just hanging out in a car, catching some Z's. Terrible. Like if if I were to drop like my girlfriend off, knowing she's just gonna run in to get some test results. Yeah. If I ever got to the point where I'm falling asleep, it's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. He eventually he does make it in there to see what's going on. Yeah. He takes a fucking cat nap. Yeah. And then finally, he's like, well, "What's happening?" Yeah. Yeah. He was out there for a fucking while, dude. Like, is she in? Is she in the hospital or is she in Target? Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so, uh, all right, babe, I'll just catch you. I'll just wait in the car. Mm-hmm. So, so the kill with the dude that I'm guessing is what was he a janitor? What was he with the liquid? With the fucking weird, he dipped his face in the liquid acid or some shit. I believe so. Yeah, I think that's what he was. I think he was like a custodian or something. Right? Yeah, that fucking kill is so good. Like mm-hmm. that's what sold me. You know, I'm like, dude, okay, they're. There's some merit here with how this guy dies. Like, they, they were, you know, creative kills were always my favorite aspect of slashers. Like, how creative can you kill somebody? And when it's, you kill someone with liquid and it's not drowning, it's just like some kind of weird acid. And, like, I, he really fucking just dunks this dude's head in and just fucking it. This dude's fighting for his life. Like, there's a struggle. <laughs> and the end result is just like, Dr. One, victim zero. He just loses the battle. It's pretty fucking violent. But. See, what this movie lacks in gore, which I think edited a little differently and adds some gore in, would have elevated this fucking movie. But what it lacks in that, it makes up for in just, like, the visuals. I know. Like, the hospital fucking, the visuals of the doctor, like, the one kill where it's uh, he kills the boyfriend, and he's just, like, him with the fucking uh, the skull... Saw the bone saw. Oh, the bone saw. Yeah, just that visual looked fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And the the scene with the sheet, the fucking like so much shit. Got they have going for it, but they just if they would have added like some of that gore, would have elevated it. Yeah, there's not enough guts and blood. Like we we're not seeing intestines and eyeballs being ripped out. It's just like. You use your imagination, but the actors are actually acting what a fucking maniacal dude would act like when he's killing somebody with a vengeance, right? So you don't see the actual fucking blood and guts, but you see, like, the insanity with this this guy, you know? It's like, and just the the people that get killed are pretty convincing that they're being killed in a fucking violent way. So it makes up for it. So, I mean, you get, you know, take a movie like Lunch Meat, where there's nothing but blood and guts, but, like, the actors suck, right? This is the opposite. This is like, you don't get the blood and guts, but you get fucking really good acting and a good portrayal of what it's like to just be fucking massacred. Really, the fact that the fucking killer is so, like, tense, intense with it... Yeah. Helps. It sets the whole tone for, like... He's a fucking... He's psychotic, dude. If they would have went more of, like, a fucking, like, smooth criminal fucking... Mm-hmm killer like he was just calm and collective and did these kills this movie would have fucking fell flat so okay so uh halloween 2 came out a year before this yeah and it had a hospital setting 
this killer in this movie is is the complete opposite of Michael Myers. Like you said, like a smooth criminal. He's not tiptoeing around and stalking. He's like stomping around and like power walking. Like he's on a mission. Like he's fucking coming to get your ass. He's fucking stabbing with vengeance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he's not being like sly or ninja about it. He's no, like, he's just doing he it. Doesn't give a fuck. But it's like on a certain floor they're doing. That. He's doing that though, right? Well, Mo- well, a couple no, different floors. A couple different floors, but like the one floor where they're like spraying, fumigating, fumigating. Yeah, it's like he's fucking. That's okay, where Doctor Jacobs. Wait dies. a second. Okay, yeah. Now that you brought that up, let's let's talk about this. So when the boyfriend finally fucking comes into the hospital and they're telling her that she can't leave, and he's like, "Just wait by my office," and then they get he like they call the boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, just meet me on this floor. He's like, all right. So he goes up to the floor, and it's the fumigation floor? Yes. First off, red flag. Why would you get off and be like, yeah, I'm just going to keep walking through this fucking cloud of chemicals. But then he's walking through the cloud of chemicals, and the three fucking old ladies come by looking for the doctor. So why are they on the floor? Yeah. Then he goes in the room, and, like, there's just some weird fucking voice, like, whispering, like, are you with her? Does she let you touch her? Yeah, like... Weird shit. And he's still just going with it. The fucking boyfriend deserved to die. Yeah, he did. Like, he sucked. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Might want to get out of here, little lady. You're going to get yourself the loust. <laughs> fucking God damn it. Like, that part annoyed me in this movie. A little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to... You got to... I mean, it's a... Yeah. There's some cheesy fucking weird, like aspect to that like come on dude the director here um which i don't think we ever actually said who directed this movie fucking uh boaz, boaz davison davison yeah never really did anything horror he got brought in this movie a week before it was going to be made because the original director was supposed to like front some money to the production and never did so they just fired him hmm. and they brought him in brought uh boaz davison in yeah to make the movie well he's never done horror so he tried doing these, like, suspenseful fucking, like, get people on the edge of the seats. Yeah. And it kind of fucking falls on his face because a lot of these scenes are just drawn out way too much. Yeah. So with that being said, to sum it up, the dialogue sucks in this movie. So, like, the transactions of conversation. Like, the yeah. engul- it, they, they're drawn out and it's just... the The... Like the the blueprint skeleton of this movie's great, but the the exaggerated conversations and the fucking dialogue sucks. It's like they drag shit out. So there's a scenario where she's like, "There's a killer in here," and they're strapping her to a bed, and they're fucking like super extra about it, and she's like trying to convince them. Like it goes on way too long. It's like okay, yeah. You want? Why are you doing this to me? What? Well, dude. I mean, there's been like. You've been here all day, and now you're strapped to a bed wondering why these people... Like, yeah, you should have fucking, like, walked out. Like, So there's that. So he tried to make almost, like, the dialogue like a drama. You know, it's almost like a play. Like, There's, like, supposed to be, like, intentional humor in this movie, but I think what's supposed to be intentional just doesn't get delivered very well because no. it just doesn't come across. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, okay, so back to the drawn out. I talked to you about this scene last time I watched this movie and about how much it fucking annoyed me. 
she hears the fucking doctor, killer doctor, not her normal doctor, the killer doctor coming down the hallway. She goes and hides behind a screen. Good. Which the light. Which, yeah, which is like a foot off the ground. So, A, he could easily just see her fucking feet, but they play it off like he doesn't. doesn't. But she drops the lighter, and I think they're playing it off as the score that's playing. He can also hear because that's the only that's the only explanation there is to the fact of it's a dead quiet fucking hospital hallway, and she drops a Zippo, and he makes no acknowledgement to that, and then she tries fumbling it with her fucking feet to pull it back, keeps like hitting it and flipping it up on its side. He didn't hear that. I know. To the point where he's right on the other side of the screen and she's like dragging the Zippo across the floor and he's just, eh. Yeah, I know. I'm like, come on. The only thing that I could logically come up with with that scenario, because I watched that scene with you when I came over last time. Yeah. Was that this motherfucker walks so hard and breathes so loud (laughs) <laughs> that he cannot hear someone dropping a fucking metal lighter on a like tile floor and kicking it around and flipping it up like a fucking hacky sack. Like <laughs> he's just fucking stop, stop, stop. <laughs> like he can't. You know, it's like fucking. That's the only just. That's the only way I could justify it because there's no way. There's no one around. Mm-mm. Anything you do, a pin hits the floor. You're gonna hear it. And he just I would have no I would have preferred that scene to be she sees she sees him or hears him coming up, so she hides behind the screen. Mm-hmm. I'll even go with you couldn't just fucking look and see her feet because you look down a hallway, you'd be able to see someone's feet behind a screen that you, you expect no one to be behind. So if you're looking so, for somebody and there's a random fucking curtain screen in exactly. the fucking, are you not gonna look there? So I'm I'm gonna say let that still be. She still hides behind the screen. How hard is it to be? No, she's not here. <laughs> she still hides behind that. And she drops her Zippo, but like, I don't know, fucking catches it somehow on her foot. And it's her like a suspenseful moment of her like trying to not have it fall off her foot or something. Yeah. While the dude walks by. Something other than it hits the floor making a dumb loud sound. Yeah. Like if they could have somehow captured the magic of the chick in the stall and maniac in the subway. Yeah. Where it was like this you could hear her heartbeat. It was so intense. Mm-hmm. And she's sweating and fucking just freaking out. She's trying to be so quiet and you can tell and it's very convincing. This is just blatant just fucking like really? Because let's let's just say for instance like Joe Spinell in the subway and the chick in the stall drops a Zippo lighter. What's going to fucking happen? Really? Come on, dude. Right? And he knew, you know, Joe Spinell knew she she was in there. He didn't check the last stall. But just because it's a cat and mouse thing and it's the thrill of the chase, he leaves and acts like he doesn't know and then comes back and just shoot you. Yeah, they could have worked something like that's that. That's magic. They could have worked something like that they with this fucking movie. This so much potential for a scene like that, and they just fucking dropped the ball that on That scene could have been a scene like that. It could. It could have. Absolutely. But like the, like you said, this dude never did horror. So I, I think he did the best with what he could. No, as yeah. Far like, as, like, I'm, not, I'm not even... Like, I'm not even speaking bad of him for this well Me i mean not but really dude, just he just didn't know how to do those type of scenes and dude, fuck that scene hand this movie to a guy like william lustig dude yeah and tell me 
a fucking maniac in a hospital. Just like that's a killer scenario. That's awesome, right? But this movie still is good. There's like redeemable value. No, like, I, I actually I, like it. It's I good. like this movie. I really like this movie. My only real critique, given what the movie is, is just take what the movie is and it could be cut down a little bit. There's yeah. scenes that could be shortened, mm-hmm. which would give this movie way better feel. Yeah, so it flows a little bit better. They were trying to get like that buildup of suspense and it doesn't work out. So just cut that shit. I know. Yeah, you're right. Because some of this stuff was really drug out. So it's like, once you get through that, then we start over in a new dialogue with a new subject matter. And now this is happening. And now the boyfriend's involved. And now the, you know, it's like a layer on layer on layer of like. There's like eight red herrings in this fucking movie. There is. The, the, I, the I, ex-husband I, who's never even at the hospital, they show him like stabbing a fucking orange. Like, what? And then he <laughs> leaves and leaves the daughter at the house by herself. Yeah. So you're like, where's he at? What's he doing? What's he like? They tried making everybody and their uncle red herring. I'm pretty sure the old ladies, if you watch this movie in a certain way, they're red herrings. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna be honest, dude. That might be the one super cool thing about this movie is I really was not aware of who the fucking killer was until the reveal. They did a good job of. I was for really most good. of the red herrings. They've actually portrayed them like. This fucking doctor's creepy and being weird as fuck. Yeah. But then the other doctor's being, like, weird, too, but, like, more friendly. I did not know who the fucking killer was the first time I seen this. I really didn't. Until until it was revealed. Until it started coming down to, like, okay. I was like, who in the fuck is doing this? Because you get, like you said, you know, there's the one doctor that's like the, the one that's like, you need to take your clothes off. There's all that. And then there's a fucking, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? What is, you know, like, but everything comes together at the end. And then, you, you know, everything's understood. The fucking, you, you know who it is. And he's like chasing her. And that scene gets dragged the fuck on. It's it another does. one that gets dragged on where they end up on the fucking roof. He's, like, lit on fire. Yeah. And that's another fucking... That, I dig that last scene. It's pretty cool. When he's yeah. lit up and just goes off the, the roof. The roof, yeah. I dig it. I mm-hmm. dig that scene. But then... It, I, just another goddamn scene that makes no goddamn sense. The Right after that, she's just... Walking out as normal in her fucking clothes. Where did, was she able to find her clothes that she couldn't find before? Yeah, she wasn't in the uh, gown. Yeah, and like act like everything was normal, and her and her whatever they were just going off. She's like, yeah, it's fucking we're cool. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like she forgot that her her boy. She probably didn't even know her boyfriend got killed. Right. That's a story for another time. I know what the f- yeah. So long and short of it. If you are a fan of slasher movies from the 80s, you got you have to see this one. Okay, so there's some bad ones that came out, but this isn't the worst. This fits right in there. This is good. No, this I is, mean overall this movie's good. I like it. Especially especially for being one that has almost zero real gore. True. You see the splatter, but you don't really see the gore. Yeah. In my best Explanation for like why someone would like this movie that's never seen it. That's like let's say a gore hound. They like these movies for the kills and the gore. There's stuff that makes up for that. Yeah, 
if you like good whodunit slasher fucking you know murder mystery kind of aspects from like these slasher movies the kills and the acting are more sophisticated than the non-acting lack thereof and more heavy on the gore so this doesn't rely on gore to sell the movie it's more of like the atmosphere that the actors create around the murders where you're well, this just is like there's an intensity there where you're like okay this is convincing because this dude is super fucking psychotic like he's really fucking stabbing the fuck out of somebody you also gotta remember this is a movie made by a major studio it was it was canon Golan and Globus made by a major fucking studio so it had the the production quality it did. It so wasn't. It was, take take yeah. the. You could take this same story and have it be done by a like smaller company. It's not going to be the same fucking movie. No, it's not going to have the same feel. Mm-mm. Probably not going to have Barry Benton. Yeah, like if uh, like IVE or fucking you know something like that. Fucking Raven Video. <laughs> fucking Raven Video. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. Oh man! Every time I pop in my fucking City of the Walking Dead, <laughs> I'm like, why can't this? That's be the one with the shit cover, isn't it? it? Sucks. Yeah. It's just it just says City of the Walking Dead, starring Mel Farrer, and it has a zombie that looks like he's covered in Hamburger Helper. Yes. It's very bad, and even this the transfer is fucking terrible. But they make sure they really let you know when that tape starts that it's fucking ring Raven video. Like, it's like they're proud of it. It's like, yeah, but everything after that's a shit show. I love the movie, but it's like, fuck, I need Nightmare City. I need, like, a legit Nightmare City fucking. Yeah. I kind of do. You do. You do. I love that movie. The movie's amazing. Fucking rules, man. I, I watch it a lot, actually. And that's the only copy I have is the fucking City of the Walking Dead 1994 Damn. Raven video. Did you ever see that the poster I bought? The, uh, was it French? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the size of this wall. Yeah, it's like a subway poster it's or something. It's gigantic. It's on like newsprint. I bought it from, uh, actually, the director, Donald Farmer. He did, like, Cannibal Hookers, fucking uh, yeah, Demon yeah. Queen. Yeah, yeah. I bought it from him. And it it's took fucking, up your whole fucking living room floor. Yeah, the whole fucking rug. And you it, rolled it out, and I couldn't. I was like, what? Yeah. It's sweet. It's I need good. to get, like, a custom frame built for it, but yeah. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is pretty, really cool. I forgot you had that, dude. You showed me that when you first got it, and I was, like, kind of fucking beside myself. Like, I'm surprised, like, no one bought it. Like, he posted it. And one one of the groups like, hey, shit for like this is for sale, and it was like super cheap, and it was like three hours went by when I finally saw it. I was like, this is still available. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I, I will take it. Yeah, that's like the dude that I work with. He still works at the company I work with. Came across the um, Japanese Jason Takes Manhattan subway poster. Gets pissed for like eight bucks and someone beat him out for like 50 cents and he was going to buy it for me just because he's like that's cheap it's a huge poster and I know you like it oh, absolutely and I was like really he's like dude I was going to get it for you man and this dude's not into horror he's not into like any of that he just was like just he's just like your regular guy watches like college football but he's like dude Steve would like that I'm like wait a minute what 
a fucking Jason Takes Manhattan Japanese poster, subway poster, like as big as my apartment? Yeah. For eight bucks. He's like, yeah, someone was like, I was just browsing and it popped up and I thought of you and someone outbid me. I, thought, I was like, dude, couldn't imagine. I wouldn't have anywhere to put it. That you, would be that would be tacked on one whatever wall you could fit it on right did. now. I, you would have that hanging in your fucking apartment. Probably in my bedroom. <laughs> on the, that's the only place I could put it. There's no space for posters left now. No, and no, just no. I would I would definitely keep it though. Like I I, I would be like I'll find a fucking place for it somewhere. Dude, somewhere I still have a uh Dead Kennedys and God We Trust Incorporated subway poster. Dude, they're huge. Yeah. I still I don't know where I I am not actually sure where that one's at. I have like some old posters from when I still live with my parents. I had like a handful of like subway posters. Like I think that one. I think it might have had a Misfits one. That's cool. I just don't know where they're at. Right on. But yeah, so um, yeah, we need to dig out that fucking Nightmare City poster. Let's see that again. <laughs> but uh, so night uh, hospital massacre. Um, excellent movie. Definitely check it out. And for the new school cats that don't do the VHS thing, there is a Blu-ray for it. I'm sure that comes with some perks. I don't know anything about the Blu-ray. Comes with maybe some extras. I know it's in like fucking oh, the, super high definition and shit, but the um, Scream Factory. It was a double feature with uh, it was this and Schizo. Uh, Schizo. Schizo. Yeah. I wanted to say Scalps, but that was uh, the Slayer. Yeah. Um, so okay, yeah. So there you go. It's a double feature with Schizo. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, do I have that Schizo, or do I have Schizoid? It was a 70s movie. Terrible. Got it from Tony Salamone in a lot. With The Burning and something else. Two excellent movies. He's like, I'll throw a third one in. And it was like schizoid. And it was just like a super dramatic soap opera-y with a killer... It was terrible, but it came in like a plastic <laughs> clamshell and it looked cool, you know, and I'm like, oh, that might be cool. And I popped it in. It just bored me to death. I'm like, dude, this is a snooze fest. It looks cool, though. It, it displays very nicely. The spine is nice and clean. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> definitely pick up the fucking Blu-ray. It's, it, you can't lose, right? It's a good, this is a good movie. This is cool. It's a good, it's a nice little slasher. Yeah, so this is the massive Blu-ray. Oh, I do have Schizoid. I do have Schizoid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it. Yeah. But they. But that movie X-rays out by itself now too, right? No. I think the only one. I, the only one I've seen doesn't mean the only one that fucking exists is uh, that double feature. But someone had to fucking. I swear, I someone seen had X, to fucking. Yeah, it. I think I what's know. the uh, red slasher collection? Uh, oh, oh yeah, eighty-eight films. Eighty-eight, 88 films. films did do it. I think. Telling you, telling you right now. I uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Eighty-eight films. Did they do it by itself? Yep, slasher classics. They did it by itself. 
the reason I always forget about 88 films is, is it's all region 2 Blu-rays because they're based in um, England yeah yeah they did that uh, slasher collection or slasher classics or something like that yeah which there's some like really good titles under the red slasher classics yeah they put out some good ones then they put out uh, yeah there it is right there kabang yep told you I knew I seen it I forgot Slasher. all about it yep yeah, they did release it by itself, but originally it was released as the double feature, just the regular Blu-ray. So, I mean, you know, check this out, dude. You know, like fucking, why not just get the double feature? You get an extra movie with it. Schizoid's not that bad. I didn't care for it. Maybe you might. I don't know, but highly recommend Hospital Massacre, also known as X-Ray. And, uh, you know, if you got maybe. 15 seconds of silence for the rack on Barbie Benton. You can take that for a minute. Um, or not. Do you but, uh, they slow pan over her oh, whole fucking course, physical? Lady. She's a fucking playmate. What do you like, <laughs> That's the selling point of the movie. The slowest pan ever. <laughs> like, that's probably the best cinematography in the whole movie. They're like, we need to make this is fucking in focus. This we need to make sure, guys. Yeah. Yeah, they take their time with it. It's so stupid. It's like, what are we doing? So anyway, okay. What did I read? <laughs> somebody, somebody read, uh, posted in one of their fucking reviews that, uh, yeah, they slow pan so well over Barbie Benton's physical in this movie that you could count the, you could count the bumps on her mammary glands, or <laughs> you could count the bumps on her areolas or some shit like that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's super just drawn out, like so. Yeah. So there's that. And uh, Hospital Massacre, 1982. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's it, I think it's definitely worth a watch. It doesn't deserve kind of the criticism I think people give it. I understand why I got the criticism, but I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't fall under that category. I think this was a cool movie. I think it was um, kind of a stand. Like, it stood out a little bit from some of the other ones. It did. It's got its own identity. It just doesn't blend in. It's kind of got its own thing going on. I mean, it's not the best, but it's not the worst either. So. For what it lacks, it has parts of it that makes up for that. Yeah, which makes it just evens out at the end. It's definitely worth it. If you're a huge fan of fucking 80s horror, especially slashers, this is a good one for you. Only My only critique is it's just it could be shorter. Yeah, and the scenes could be it, shorter. It could be shorter without actually losing any of the quality and content. You could just cut some of the shit down. Mm-hmm. Because it is shot well. Yeah. It was put out by a major distributor in the 80s. So it's not like that super low-budget, grainy, you know. It's like an actual, perf- like, it looks nice it, It's for 80s fucking VHS. Even my VHS looks good. It just looks like your standard. I, I haven't seen it on Blu-ray yet. I would imagine it looks way better than my VHS. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're right. Yeah. No, I guarantee it. (laughs) Actually, when I came over here and you had it on uh, the streaming, wherever you were streaming it from, I'm like, this is fucking crystal clear. Who did I? I think think Prime had it. Yeah, I think that time Prime had it. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, 
some of those movies, man, when I see them on a streaming network or on a Blu-ray, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is crystal clear. Because I'm so used to seeing them on VHS. I'm like, you know, I'm just like, dude, I can see everything. It's like brilliant colors and just bright and shit. It's like crazy. But so there's that. That's a hospital massacre. We fucking fired out of the cannon on this episode with the movie we intended to talk about. So now, if all you care about is a movie, here's the time for you to turn the fuck off. Yeah, we'll see you later. So what the <laughs> fuck have you been up to, man? Oh, dude, I haven't been doing really anything. Um, fucking moving and shaking at work somewhat. Possibly, I mean, trying to like job shadow a different department. There he is. Yeah, fucking actually getting into straight up like development role. Like 100% just legit development role. Cool. Just trying to get that set up. Other than that, fucking nothing. Just not a, yeah. Nothing. Kind of the same on my uh, end. I just, I had a sale. I sold some flooring last Saturday. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been fucking cold as fuck here. Yeah. And uh, I went bowling last night and went out to eat. I bowled a 137. Hoot hoot, um, which is good for me. And let's see what else. So, there's the fucking elephant in the room. Is there? Is there? There is. Um, so we have a couple of people. Oh, okay, I know you're getting it. That are extraordinarily awesome at life. We got some cool fans. Man. Sometimes there's say. people you just know are just awesome people that you've never met just because you just you know it so beth and jay yeah fucking a okay so i seen these pictures <laughs> i can't uh imagine a world where someone wanted to take a picture and even attempt to look like me <laughs> So they or you, so yeah, and you guys nailed it. So Beth that's... and Jay had their anniversary, and they were tossed around this idea. We guess before that about let's fucking take some pictures like the dudes from Burnt Offering, just recreate their pictures. So uh, they decided to do that on like their three year anniversary, and then this, we just get like surprise tagged in these fucking pictures, and it was like it caught me off guard. Oh, you have no idea. And then the, I was, like, looking at it like, wow, these are – the first picture I saw was just a picture of them. And I'm like, why are we tagged in this? And I'm like, that picture looks kind of familiar. Yeah. And I started scrolling, and I'm like, oh. And then, yeah, they recreated, like, three of our pictures. To the T. To, yeah, they, they fucking nailed them. They did. Absolutely. Fucking kudos to you two. Yeah. And without getting too, uh, too much – on the subject when I seen these pictures I seen them before you texted me because you texted me did you see the pictures that Jay and Beth put put up and yeah. I, I was already just fucking off of my gourd like I can't believe someone <laughs> took the time out to do this but just to give you kind of a scenario of what the setting was, I was leaving my brother's house. I fucking want to just say on record that I hate the game of football. 
every nuance of that sport I fucking hate. But every year I go to a Super Bowl party just to eat really good food, which I did, and drink a lot of alcohol, which I did. So when I <laughs> left my brother's house, I was pretty fucking tipsy. And I'm on the way home and I'm scrolling through my Facebook just because fucking why not. And I see these pictures. And I didn't even look at my notifications or anything to see that I was tagged. I'm just fucking scrolling through because I'm half in the bag. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? And I'm looking at it and I got to stare at my phone for like five (laughs) minutes to make sure I'm seeing what the fuck I'm seeing. And then you text me, did you see? And I'm like... This is happening right now, and I just was silent for like 10 minutes. It's just like, might have been one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So thank you for that, guys. And dude, fucking. If you got, for anybody else out there who are fans of burnt offerings, you yeah. got to step your fucking game up. I would say so. You guys got to get on Beth and Jay level yeah. over here and that, fucking, uh, you got to step that, you got to step that shit up. Those are rookie. You guys are rookie numbers. We got to, we got to. <laughs> pump those numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street two days ago. <laughs> those are fucking rookie numbers, man. Oh, fucking great, dude. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. So, um, yeah. It. Uh, other than that, I, that was a big. That was like an event that happened in my life. So I had to touch on that. Uh been doing the uh, planning got so much shit coming up right so it's a new year and uh, I bought a new calendar uh, with kittens from Petco and I've went through and we've marked all of the dates that are significant coming up until like September so I'm super excited for this year and uh uh, just like I, I don't know, we're uh, going to uh, uh, some like wicked '80s party at the end of this month, and uh, I guess apparently you pay thirty-five dollars at the door, and there's just a spread of food and unlimited alcohol, and everyone wears a costume based from the '80s. There you go. I'm going as Jason Voorhees, and I'm going to nail it. I'm not going to half-ass this shit. I'm going to make sure this shit's legit. So, uh, I'm excited about that. And then there's some other shit. Sepultura is playing Detroit next month. Um, pretty excited about that. And then, uh, fuck, there's like some. I've marked the uh, Acid Witch Sauron show that's going to be happening here. And I'm just excited, man. It's going to be a good year. I just can't wait for this cold weather shit to just fucking go away. That's all. Yeah, like a month. Yeah, we got like a month. It's wrapping up, but it's just been a long, cold fucking winter. Honestly, though, this winter really hasn't been that bad. It hasn't, but it's getting to me now. It's like, okay, let's get this fucking, let's wrap it up, dude. You know? We Somebody, gotta, who yeah. the fuck was it? One of our Chicago friends fucking posted a screenshot of what it was like last year, two years ago, when it was like negative 20. Uh, last year was brutal. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> last year was brutal. Like, we're talking frozen pipes, uh, yeah. deep freeze warnings. Uh, don't leave your animals out. Fucking state of emergency. There was that week, yeah, or four or five day spread where it was like I didn't work. It's fucking dumb. It was stupid. It was like inhumane to like even step outside. It was like disrespectful. I'm pretty sure you could get arrested for just leaving your house because <laughs> that was you. like abuse. Yeah, 
was fucking Sub Zero police. Like you walk out, you have to fight Sub Zero. Like, so like fight. <laughs> Round one. You gotta go fucking back. You swarm in your car. You fucking walk outside. You gotta go back, back, forward just to get there. <laughs> oh, your car's locked. Yeah, it's torn down toward high punch, close range. Down, down, up. You'll be there. Fucking a man. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So this year it hasn't been like that. It's just like. I'm over it. Because Dude. here in Michigan, we don't get a lot of sunshine. Whether it's cold or not is irrelevant. Okay, it might be 42 degrees. To me, that's not cold. I dress for it. I get it. But just the, the there's no sun for fucking four or five days at a time. And you don't realize it because you're in a fucking cubicle or you're working. I work outside. And I notice the difference in people's demeanor when there's no fucking sun for four days. And then all of a sudden, just one day, the sun comes out and it's bright out. There was a day last week, I think it was Friday, we were working in Garden City, and I vividly remember there was no sunshine, not one fucking ray of sunshine from Monday through Thursday, and I mean this. I, I'll never forget it. I fucking walked outside, I walked down a street, and the sun came out, and there was snow on the ground because it snowed the day before, and I fucking looked into the lost ark. My boss... <laughs> drove around the block and picked me up and said listen I thought something happened I thought we were like done for the day I thought there was an emergency he goes is it me or can you not see shit right now I'm like it's fucking bright out here he's like no I can't even drive right now I had to pull over I'm like yeah I went to walk up to a house and I didn't even know where I was it was just like ah! like the fucking the sun hit the snow and I hadn't seen sun for three days, four days, and I was just like, this is obnoxious. Holy fuck. Everything's illuminated. Dude, and it was like white siding and fucking, I'm like, <laughs> oh. dude, and it just, you couldn't function. You were just like, kind of like a fucking Christmas vacation when the fucking floodlights come on and the fucking uh, chick from Seinfeld and her boyfriend can't fucking, he's like, drops his fucking train. <laughs> you remember that, dude? Wait, what? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when fucking the yuppie couple oh, next yeah. door when the fucking lights yeah, come on, he like drops the tray of drinks and shit. Like, <laughs> that's what it was like. I just fucking like folded up, dude. Like in the Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo, the first one when you die and you just shrivel up into a baby turtle and then into nothing. That's what I felt like. I'm like, dude, this is bad. I thought I was gonna like fucking just disintegrate. So that's that's the that's my whole thing is like we don't get sun here for in the winter time because it's fucking winter and it's cold and dark and sucks and then once baseball season you start hearing balls hitting bats and it's like seventy degrees and then the sun's out you're like this is great and then sun, just you know summer is awesome so dude I think I told you this at the old Shillelagh on opening day fucking Vixen is playing dude edge of a broken heart. <laughs> let's do it, man. I, I'm getting tickets to opening day, so. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, let's do that. Ashley was like, yeah, so I heard, um, I don't know this band. This band might mean something to you, but I don't know who they are. I oh. guess Vixen's playing opening day. I'm like, wait a second, what? That's amazing. 
The she's chicks, like, yeah. The, I'm like, the chick hair metal band. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, I think I might have one of their records, dude. I'm going to show up and just get that shit signed. She's like, you're not going to want to hang out with the crowd that's going to be there. I'm no. like, no, I know I won't, but. <laughs> no, there's going to be a lot of New Balance, a lot of dad jeans. A lot of, yeah, New Balance, dad jeans, a lot of tiger a tiger apparel. Oh, that too. Well, yeah, of course. But Vixen, dude. Edge of a Broken Heart. Remember that video? Yeah. All right, let's fucking, I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Vixen was a horrible ripoff of the 80s version of Heart. But anyway. Dude, okay. You brought it up, so I'm going into it. Fucking Heart. Yeah. A, never realized how much I liked Heart. I love Heart. Always have. B, their fucking guitar player can shred. Oh, Ann? Dude. Ann Wilson, she's like phenomenal at guitar. The fucking... Was it crazy for you? The beginning, crazy on you. The beginning crazy on you. The, the beginning, acoustic. fucking acoustic. Jesus Christ! You never, dude. Come on. I man. never paid attention. You know, okay. You know me. I don't pay attention to shit like that, especially when I was younger. I didn't right. care if it wasn't punk. If it wasn't punk, I didn't fucking give a You're shit crazy, about it. Dude. And now I'm starting to really pay attention to these things, and I'm like, yeah. And I, Jesus fuck, dude. She shreds that acoustic. Before the song even starts. Yeah. It's sick, dude. Fucking amazing. Okay, so this is a breaking moment in a relationship I've had with this man sitting across from me for fucking 11 years. <laughs> if there's ever a time that we can fucking kick back and, like, bang some claws or whatever the fuck it is we're going to do and listen to Heart, I'm down. I seen Heart in 2007 at DTE. Yeah? I did. A girl I was dating at the time, long fucking time, this is like 13, 14 years ago, her mom was obsessed with heart and bought me a ticket. So I went. Cool. They fucking were amazing. And I can't remember who opened up for them. It don't even matter. Ann Wilson, they did two Zeppelin tunes, and it sounded just like Zeppelin, just with a chick singer. I mean, they nailed it. But the one chick, I think it was Ann Wilson, the guitar player, her daughter is now the keyboard player. Okay. Because the original one, I think, might have died. So, dude, they were fucking... They played all the fucking old 70s shit. Dreamboat Annie, all the good, this, all the good shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you fucking all right, man? I'm good. You good? <laughs> Did you get a bucket? <laughs> That was terrible. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's what having technical happened? difficulties. I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> that was citrus. <clears throat> Came back up. <laughs> So anyway, I seen Heart. They were amazing. <clears throat> Fucking, I'd go see them again. <sighs> <laughs> That's cool that you like them. Awesome. So anyway, moving on. <clears throat> this fucking hard seltzer comes up rough. Whiskey, <clears throat> not so much. Yeah. That actually looks really good. I'm, I might have to do a shot with it later. It's really good. You should probably drink some. Yeah. Do a little sipper. Actually, I'm going to wash down that fucking whatever just happened. If that's okay, if I can just do a little sipper here. Do it up. We've got this uh, J.P. Weiser's Deluxe Canadian Whiskey. 
But we're going to do a little. I've been sipping on it all night, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, really? That's not bad at like, all. Like, it's not expensive. It's not cheap. It's cheaper than Jameson, but that's fucking smooth. It has no bite. Yeah. I was surprised. That's really good. That reminds me a little bit of a like a Maker's Mark or something, where it's like it's whiskey. Yeah, but it doesn't have like a bourbon. Yeah, it's not like a, See, I can't it's not do a that fucking gin or Kentucky fucking Kentucky fucking Jack. bourbon shit is like rough anymore for me. Jack and Jim. Anytime like, I see anything that talks about it's like a fucking Jack Daniels commercial and they talk about it being smooth, I don't know what they're smoking. But it's what? Dude. Nothing about Jack is smooth. No, Jack's. It's one. never been smooth. It never will be smooth. <sighs> fucking Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. God, my buddy fucking Bob just wants me to drink that shit. That's his jam, dude. It is, and we do. We drink it. But it's like I'm at the point now to where I have to have like Coca Cola, just to put a splash of it in a shot. So you pour just a shot glass, but like. Just a little bit of Coca-Cola just to take the edge off because that fucking Kentucky bourbon shit just fucking... God, I'd rather lick a fucking dirty uh, grill top that's never been cleaned or scrubbed. <laughs> it's like charcoal. It's It's got this like charcoal fucking like rough... Well, yeah, they fucking charred barrels is what they fucking age it in. Yeah, it's just like, God damn it. It's like fucking rough, dude. I mean, it gets you fucking lift, lifted, which is cool, but just... After the third shot, I'm like, fucking, you know how I do, where it takes me 15 minutes to beat the fucking shot? <laughs> where I'm just, like, down, like, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute. Like, it's getting like that now. It's like, fuck. Dude, I just like to sip on whiskey. And you can't fucking sip on that shit. No. Not really. I go to my mom's house, and her boyfriend and her have, like, a full bar in the basement. Stocked with every liquor you can imagine. Yeah. He's always got Crown. That's what I drink when I go over there. It's all free, but I, I don't, like, take advantage of it. But I'll do, like, a shot of Crown, but I always tell him to put a splash of Coke in it. It's fucking delicious. It's, like, cool. He's got Jack. He's got Jim. I always do the Crown, though. Oh, yeah. I told him one of these days he needs to get some Maker's Mark, though, or Gentleman Jack, because that stuff's good, too. Maybe some Old Crow. Old Crow. Let's not do that. <laughs> Forgot about Old Crow. Good God. That fucked me up for 20 minutes. I was incapacitated. <laughs> not because I was drunk, because of the fucking shot just took my soul away for like 20 minutes, dude. I've never seen it around here. Prospect had it, so I bought the bottle. I don't think they had have had a bottle since. Oh, if I mixed it with something, it wouldn't be bad, but just a straight shot of it was rough, dude. <laughs> that might have been worse than... Jack or Jim? No, no, it's not. Old Crow's Old Crow's got a taste to it. Yep, it's got a taste, all right. <laughs> I'll agree with you on that, dude. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, what uh, what have you been uh, spinning, jamming, jamming, uh, jamming? What have I been jamming? I have been listening to. <clears throat> Old cough. <clears throat> all right, all right. For no particular reason. The first two albums. 
didn't care for the third one too much. It was okay, but the first two were really good. A lot of people don't even realize that there was a first one that came out in 07. That's the one I liked the most. Did you say a lot of people didn't realize there was a first album? Well, everyone thinks that Ritual Abuse was the first one because that okay. was when they got signed to a major label and it's just flooded YouTube. That happens all the time with any band. And then when, as soon as the band gets signed to a major label, everybody looks like is that that as their first album. Yeah, but there was a there was like an EP that came out before that that was super like low budget, super fucking in your face, yeah, heaviest shit, just grim, bleak. You know, it was is awesome. I like that one the best, the EP, because that was just them at their best. And then Ritual Abuse, it was like a full on Doom record, like twelve minute songs and shit. You know, like yeah, that was good too. And then just after that, shit happened. Dude, man, uh, joined Windhand, was splitting duties between Cough and Windhand, and then they put out like a more fucking watered down album. Cough did, and then they broke up, but. I've been jamming the, those first two records the last few days, and I really fucking kind of miss them. Like it takes me back to a time. You uh, yeah. brought to my attention that you had a Dragged Into Sunlight album that you didn't realize you had. Which Well, I forgot I had it. I knew I had it. I just forgot I had it. Yeah. Well, it's an excellent band. I actually listened to Widowmaker, I think, last night. Nice. Um, which is cool. You have the first one. Widowmaker was the second one, and uh, I believe they put out a third and new album this year in the, at the beginning of February, I think. So, oh yeah, uh, I jammed uh, "Dragged Into Sunlight" yesterday, and then not too much. Uh, just you know, just whatever. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like through conversation, anything. I didn't know you even liked that band. I did, but I for I mean, sir, I forgot about them. I'm not going to lie. Because they didn't put anything new out since 2012. Yeah. So it's like, I forgot. Like, back then, I was like, dude, these guys are fucking phenomenal. Then eight years goes by, you're like, holy shit, they're still a thing? Like, I've totally... (laughs) I've found so many new bands since then. And I've been to so many shows, and just things have happened. And I'm just like, dude, I forgot all about Dragged Into Sunlight. They were great. They were cool. And I haven't even listened to the new shit yet. So I don't know what it sounds like, but... Like honestly, the the one I have fucking uh, um, hatred for mankind is the only thing I ever actually listened to them. I've never heard any of their stuff past that. Yeah, it's good. That one's really good. It's a hit or a miss whether you would like Widowmaker. It's a one. It's one song. It's forty minutes long. It's like a con. It, but it's broken into three parts. Yeah. But that there's no stopping. It just goes. But it starts off as like one kind of like a doomy thing and then and then it turns into like a weird thrashy noisy thing and then it fucking transforms into something else and there's like weird violins and noise and a hot noise wall and just it's like an opus you know like a concept of one song 40 minutes long broken into parts that just flow into that are supposed to be a one track but there's really three parts to it gotcha i thought it was cool i was into it when it came out in 2012 it was a new thing and then just like, like like I said, fucking eight years goes by and you forget that they were a band. They didn't put out any new material. They don't tour. They don't do none of that. So you're just like, fuck, you texted me that. And I was like, holy fuck, that's a band I haven't heard in forever. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool that you had that, that album. So uh, I think that's about it, man. You know, I've been doing that Stormcrow shit lately. And, choice. Which is excellent. Fucking choice. What have you been jamming, dude? Um, fuck, uh, Italian metal band, fucking Barbarian. Um, 
Awesome shit. I think they've been around since like early 2000s, like 07, 08. <clears throat> um, but the album I was jamming was called uh, Call to the Empty Grave. Um, Tim actually did the artwork for it. He did the cover. That might be where I've heard of it. Possibly. He might have posted the artwork he did for the band. I've never heard them. They're awesome. Just like really crushing like metal. Nothing like... It's not like crazy fast or anything like that. It's almost like mid-tempo. Just fucking like metal. Okay. Fucking awesome Fuck stuff. Fuck yeah, man. dude. Um, then I started digging into uh, just back to my fucking like UK82 punk roots. Fucking Chaotic Discord, the Fuck the World EP. Nice. Dude, Chaotic Discord, technically they're a joke band. They're basically a band who was pissed off that all these, like, what was popular and hip was, like, easy to do, like, in the punk scene. Yeah. He's like, they're like, well, we could fucking do this. And they basically got together and just started making, like, just stuff as a joke. But they put out a shit ton of albums. <laughs> So I think at one point they kind of fucking gave up on the joke and just started fucking doing it. Is my thought. I never really looked into it. But either way, it's just <clears throat> straightforward fucking UK82, noisy, snotty, fucking punk. Amazing shit. I love it. And then uh, uh, this band Special Duties. I was listening to their uh, Police State EP, which is another like, UK82 band. Funny enough, this band fucking... Absolutely hated Crass. Really? Yeah, they thought Crass was ruining punk. And they thought it was basically a cult. <laughs> like a religious cult. Crass had their whole different viewpoint. And they thought it like was conflicting with what punk was. Hmm. I like Crass. I like fucking special duties. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and that they're like they have some stuff that's kinda like eh, but they got other stuff that's pretty fucking good and uh fucking police Police State and the Bullshit Crass EP are both, I think, pretty goddamn choice. But, I mean, for the most part, that's what I've been jamming. Hell yeah. I've seen you posted some uh, some punk stuff on Facebook today. Which yeah. you don't do very often, so I knew you were in, like, a mood just to jam some fucking, you know, some good punk or, like, you know, the stuff that you're into. Because I get like that, too. Oh, Fistula I jammed the other day. I just was in the mood. I don't know. It did, there was nothing that, like, you know, it's just like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? Sometimes it'd be that way. Sometimes it'd be that way. Oh, by the way, uh, 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 fucking one of my favorite bands, No Funeral, uh, got some new material coming out this year, and they kind of, like, let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I think it was last week that the, they have two new members in the band, but they're uh, both from Fistula. So now No Funeral is... The two, the drummer and the guitar player, which is the main writer and vocalist of No Funeral, those two guys, and then two dudes from Fistula are now completing the lineup. So they're going to put out a new album this year, and they've dropped some teaser, uh, you know, videos on Instagram of the soundboard with the mixer of them just fucking around. I'm just so excited! I can't fucking wait. I think it's going to be just the most devastating fucking earth-shattering album. I've heard in a long time. I hope so, anyway. So that's cool. Oh yeah, you know if you're into that kind of stuff. But uh, that's all I've been uh, listening to, man. Just you know, just the heavy, uh, slow and low. Um, what have you been watching, dude? Um, I checked out um, Blood Tracks. Blood Tracks. 
Latrex, um, I can't remember exactly the year it came out. 80s uh, slasher film from, so, ooh, I'm going to say Sweden, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, it's funny. It's got, it's a uh, band going into the fucking mountains, film a video. They get fucking like snowed in. And they fucking just, uh, someone starts killing them off. Why the fuck have I never heard of this movie? I don't think this is even ringing a bell. Blood Tracks? Yeah, that Blood Tracks. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. It is pretty fucking awesome. And, um, so the band in it is, what are they called? Uh, Easy Action, I believe. They're like a rock band? It's almost like an 80s fucking, um, hair metal band. Okay, hair metal. So, they're an actual band. Okay. They're an actual band called Easy Action. In the movie, they play a band called Solid Gold. And I, it this has to be fucking intentional because there's a T-Rex song called Solid Gold Easy Action. Gotcha. They fucking, that had to be fucking intentional. Oh, for sure. No doubt. But, I mean, it's pretty good. Not bad. It sounds cool. I want to check it out. I mean, it's worth checking out, 100%. Yeah, dude. And then the other one was uh, Houseboat Horror. Houseboat Horror. Yeah, it was an Australian uh, 80s SOV film. Hmm, okay. Uh, pretty good. I've seen way worse, which is kind of like everything about this movie you read is going to tell you like it's been rated like one of the worst Australian movies. One of the worst horror movies has come out of Australia or one of the worst movies to come out of Australia. Mm. But honestly, it's, I didn't think it was that fucking bad. I mean, I guess maybe you have to like SOV films. I do. I thought it was fucking pretty legit. Okay. I can get down on some SOV all day. Yeah, I liked it. It starts off with a bang. That's, well, hey. You, you know, you ever notice that SOV usually does that? They kind of got to get they got to grab you in, man. They do. It's like that though. Like I, I've noticed that. Like it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. Um, you watched Iced also? Oh shit! Forgot about that. I did watch Iced again. And you texted me. I gotta watch that again. I will. So last episode, I said I'm gonna watch Iced again at some point, and if I realize it's good, I will apologize and I'll admit that I was wrong. It was a bad movie. I'm not apologizing, and I'm not admitting I was wrong. It's a not a bad movie. It's just slightly better than I remember it. Okay. But you watched it solo. Yeah. Dude, we were hanging out, like, drinking beers and shit. Like. But I also wasn't completely, like, paying attention to it because I've been running down dealing with my fucking boiler. Yeah. That so there's some shit I probably missed. But still, it's slightly better than I remember it being. Hey, well, so for all those people who like defending Iced, I mean, I get it. Maybe I'll, I'll watch it again without like heating issues that I got to fucking deal with. No, I got you. It's uh, on YouTube. It might be good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Check it out. Give it a go so, again. Um, There's still, I mean, the, the end is still one of the best scenes. The still, There's still scenes that remind me of a fucking like... Are you afraid of the dark dream sequence? That's what I was getting from. Probably it. fucking filmed in Canada. Yeah. Seems like a Canadian production. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, the 80s didn't hit Canada till like, 93. So let's go <laughs> to the mall today. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much all I remember really watching. Uh, what about you? What you been doing? Today, before, you, before we did the hangout, let's do the podcast thing, I got home from work and watched The Grim Reaper. Yeah, Anthropophagus. Yeah, uh, 1979. Which is really cool because it has uh, Tia Farrow or Tisa Farrow. And it's got the chick from Zombie. Yeah. And also the chick from Cannibal Ferox, which is really cool. And then Joe D'Amato mm-hmm. is the. I love that movie. It's fucking great. I haven't seen it in a fucking. I got the DVD, got it a long time ago. It's a slower movie, but it's a good movie. I like it. A lot of things space. It's like there's a lot of things are spaced out in it. It is, but I it's feel the sequel is better. Absurd. Yeah, I'm not I gonna. Like I'm, like, I'm not gonna say better, but it's less spaced out for all the shit going on. Yeah, it was, yeah, it moves a little quicker. But though. both of them are fucking. I like them. Top yeah. shelf, man. Excellent. I watched that today. I watched. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think here. Most of the stuff I'm doing lately is on streaming sites. So it's going to be... I watched Moonstalker the other day. I fell asleep halfway through, though. Got to finish that shit. Like, I had... I was, like, kind of doing the whole, like, my eyes are closing, but I need to put something on to go to bed. And then they had just uploaded Moonstalker on Tubi. And I just, like, my eyes got, I was like, oh, shit, Moonstalker. And I put it on, and I tried to fucking stay awake, but I had to work the next day. (laughs) So I just, like, forced myself and then just eventually fell asleep. But it's on there, so I'm going to watch it again. Moonstalker, definitely watched, uh, what the fuck else did I watch? Cat and Nine Tales last night. Put that on. I watched a couple documentaries. Uh, on 2B. One of them was about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 74. I watched that. And then, I don't know, not not too much. Oh, The Evil Dead. I threw on my VHS. I actually hooked up my fucking VCR and like watched a couple tapes the other day. I didn't go to work. Has it been a while since you've had your VCR hooked up? Well, because I'm doing the streaming thing now. I'm playing Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to watch a couple tapes. So I just picked out two tapes, and they weren't rare or fucking anything like that. I did the uh, Evil Dead and then A New Beginning. Nice. Um, so I woke up on Thursday morning, and I looked out my window, and it was a fucking sideways blizzard. Yeah. And I texted my boss and said, hey, man, can I stay home today? If you need me, I'll be there. I'll get ready right now. If not, if it's cool, I'm going to stay home today. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just stay home. I got enough people. You're good. So I'm like, fuck it. Popped in a couple fucking VHS tapes, made some breakfast, hung out, watched some uh, tapes. The first Evil Dead definitely did that. And then uh, uh, New Beginning. Dude, first Evil Dead to me, like everybody's got that movie. I think that where they can, they envision like, Lights off, just the TV glow, like curled up on the couch under a blanket, just fucking watching a movie type of thing. That to me, the first evil, like Evil Dead. I can see that. Is like perfect because there's like, I don't know, just something about that movie. 
Yeah. Like the original Frankenstein movies and First Evil Dead. The reason, yeah. No, I, yeah. Like Lights Off. I guess my Lights Off, just the TV on. Yeah. Like, it just, it's a fucking perfect fit. It is. See, the reason that I put the first one on is because I always watch the second one. I know, that's like your go-to. It is. So I always reach for Dead by Dawn. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I put the first one on, and I watched it. I loved it. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, the You know, I went to the historic Redford Theater to see Army of Darkness a couple months ago. That back. was your first time seeing that, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So now I've seen the entire trilogy, you know, as of like two, three months ago. And since then, I haven't really fucked with any of that. And I just decided to put on the first Evil Dead. So fucking, I loved it. I'm like, this is great. I still like the second one better. I do. But it's always nice to like change it up and throw in the first one. So that's it, man. Absolutely. I think that's all. Oh, and then I binge watched uh, Roseanne for like 14 hours the other day. (laughs) So there's that. Dude, that shit was my fucking go to to go to bed. Fucking love it. Turn it on before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I made my way from season one all the way to fucking the last season. I mean, I probably only watched a handful, like maybe half of those episodes because most of them played while I was asleep. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely watched. Uh, I started in the middle, just like randomly, like season four or five, and then uh, I stopped before you know. I can't remember. I know it's just like it's towards the end where uh, their mom goes into the home. Oh yeah, but she's like pumped about it. Yeah, she's psyched. She's psyched because it's like a senior community, and she meets new friends, and there's cool stuff going on, and like Roseanne's like freaking out because she thinks she's getting old because her mom's getting old, and I don't know all that shit, dude. Dude, what is it like season five or six when like Darlene and David are making the comic book? They're doing that for like a couple seasons. I think it's like five or six. Like I'm just saying, like that chunk of episodes where she gets accepted into the. No, not even that. Like because they're working on the episode. Like the I think it's like season five because it's they started dating. Oh, and then they started making the comic book. She he was drawing it. She was doing the fucking like yeah yeah. Just that whole chunk of episodes are fucking like. That's exactly what I watched. Was that era? Yeah, that's like solid gold. Then DJ took her comic to school yeah and Dan <laughs> fucking had to go like dude there's a there's a fucking scene in there where David's wearing a fucking t-shirt for this comic that's like 90s comic called Milk and Cheese Milk and Cheese yeah that comic rules and that's fucking awesome that they fucking like had him wearing that shirt yeah yeah and that's around the time where they were passing around that chicken shirt yeah that horrid chicken shirt there's like a running joke about it and mm-hmm. shit, you know, like the whole thing. But yeah, super cool. Like I started when before they opened the lunchbox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm ending where Darlene's now in college in her apartment. I always watch the two episodes where uh, Dan's friend Ziggy comes to town. That's when Ziggy? he that's when he gets his motorcycle mm-hmm. and then he comes back the next time and that's when he opens up the bike shop. Yeah, Ziggy. Then he loses the bike shop, and then, yeah, Roseanne rules. So there's <laughs> that. So I binge watched like fucking fourteen episodes, maybe twenty episodes of that. That's it though. That's all I've been watching. So, okay, dude. Dude, I do want to say out. 
Um, our friend Dave's birthday is today. Teflon. Teflon Dave. It's your birthday, wolf. <laughs> hey, you want to do me a favor, Dave? You want to pick up all those micro machines that are all over the place? <laughs> For anybody who listens to us who may like pop punk, yes, our buddy Dave is in a pretty well-established, mm-hmm. I would say, band called Horror Section. Yeah, excellent. They're on eccentric uh, pop records. Yep. Fucking bunch of shit. Fucking definitely check those guys out. Um, they're definitely worth everything they fucking do is basically about a horror movie. Oh, for they sure. They have albums that are basically about one horror movie. Then they got fucking just songs about individual horror movies. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta check on those fuckers out. I would highly recommend starting at the Prowler EP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prowler EP. They did the Omen. Yep. Um, shit, I think they did a. Oh, they did the season of the witch. Eating back to life. Eating back to life. Did they? Yeah. Did a. Album called Eating Back to Life, man. Well, I know they had a split. Or was it a split? They had a split, like, LP. Well, they had something called uh, Eating Back to Life, bro. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't followed them that closely, I guess. But they're worth checking out for anybody who uh, fucking dabbles into the pop-punk realm. Because it's definitely good enough. Eating Back to Life split in two. Oh, I thought that was a split with the band Eating Back to Life. That is what it is. Okay, I see. All right. Why did I think that they had an album club? Okay, so that's a split. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I bought all of Dave's stuff at Horror Hound. Yeah. So I'm just fucking... I just remember seeing records. I, I haven't had a record player since God knows how long. Like, it's been like four or five years, but I just remember Horror Section eating back to life. But the Prowler EP was yeah. like, or the, the excellent, just killer. And they had some good write ups and some very uh, good magazine, like well known magazines that reviewed. Yeah, the they Prowler. got a good fucking. I, th- I mean, they got a good following. They got a, they've got some recognition going. They with do them. for sure. So our buddy Dave, happy birthday, dude! And fucking oh, uh, Frights Templar. This is I, I think just kind of neat. Fucking um, it's kind of neat. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you told me about this before we started recording. Absolutely. Fucking uh, they just fucking whipped up. They found out about Nuke from listening to us, which is awesome. But he fucking whipped up a fucking video for one of their songs. And just posted it. Yeah, fan made video for uh, Nuke Me Baby. Yeah, dude. Fucking uh, Nuke's uh, self titled. Yeah, full length. The first full length. Yeah, excellent. Fucking. Um, I haven't checked it out yet. I will, though. Yeah, check out Fry's Templar on Instagram. It's fucking legit. Hell yeah. So. But I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that is it, man. Um, we're going to wrap this up. We would like to thank everybody for listening to us, especially Jay and Beth, because you guys are our favorites. Uh, (laughs) Happy birthday, Teflon. Shout out to Dave Whipfler. Just because you rule. He's a solid dude. I haven't haven't responded yet, but thanks for the heads up on the undefeatable VHS. Shout out to Will from Buffalo. Sorry about your sabers. Even sorrier about my Red Wings. Another solid dude. Uh, Excellent. Miss him. Um, Anyone else we want to shout out to? Fucking... 
Shout at the Devil. Shout at the Devil. Yeah, I'm supposed to go see that fucking wretched band, dude. What the fuck's going on? My mom's like, go see Motley Crue with me, ma'am. I was like, no. <laughs> did I send you the video of them playing? You did. It kickstart my heart. Ah, dude, around the house. He had a little get inside. It's just fucking terrible. So, all right. So, we are Burnt Offerings. If you want to drop us a line or say a kind word or even not a kind word, we will take that shit, too. Yeah, uh, dude. You can contact us at Jared. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, contact at BurntOfferings.com. Uh, BurntOfferings underscore horror podcast and underscore burnt offerings you got to figure out what social media comes yeah, any of those are under this is which ball figure is it cup. out though you gotta you just search <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking this is a game of fucking three card money all right you got to figure out <laughs> protestants people who sort of want to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll see you guys later, man. We're going to party it up. All right, see you guys. Later.